Kuchiti Sulpeto, make sure everybody has that badge on their chest that shows everybody that you are the best. And what is the best? Running 3-0 Riot in a second half against possibly the most attacking side in the league. Fiorentina were fantastic. So I'm making sure that I'm doing a bit of house cleaning and getting that respect out of the way first. Fiorentina are a fantastic side. They are coached very well. They have an egoless side. Their midfield is strong. I expect them to be challenging in that 6th, 7th, 8th position this season. But enough of that. We are going hard today, guys. 3-1 versus Fiorentina. The comments are coming in strong. I'm going to get to them very soon. So if you're one of the first 30 people that clicked this video, please leave a like. Let me know who you are and where you are coming from. And a big shout out to all the Uncle Sharma fanboys and girls that I'm sure are dropping in to catch that second wave of Inter hype after an amazing victory. First comment comes in from Brother Akil. What an amazing turnaround. Yes, it was. Massive win for us, says Marvel. Yes, it was, bro. Yes, it was. I will be going for a very long walk after this in this shirt, probably making a lot of noise. Stephas says, amazing game. It was. What's going on, Benjamin, my brother? Forza Inter. Oh, man. What's going on, Biggie? Nah, Biggie, always here. Coming in from Libya, I think. Mar Marotta, man of the match. Yeah, we might as well just permanently give him man of the match pretty much every single game this season because those substitutions from Inzaghi, Marotta's guy who he picked, and the signings that he approved are doing absolute bits. They're doing bits. I just want to give a small little shout out to all of the rivals and the haters that midweek during Real Madrid were starting to say shit like, ah, the cracks are starting to show. The replacements aren't good enough. You'll see this a lot this season. Mavafangulo, honestly. Good luck this weekend. Pressure's on. Pressure's on. What a great comeback from Inter. Samir coming in strong. Bro, Nix Knox. My G, good to hear from you. So hype this game made me believe. That is a good comment. That's a good comment. I feel like my table's shaking. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to fix this up. Poor form from me. Poor form. Um, yeah, this, this was also a game that made me believe. I said to Bruno about a week and a half ago, if we can pump Sampdoria, I'll think something's up. I'll think something's up. Today, I think something's up. 9-1, 9-2 in the last two games. 9-2, 18 goals scored in five games. Are you mad? Are you mad, bro? And people are saying that we won't be able to replace a 25-27 goal scorer a season. Everyone else is chipping in. The tactical flexibility, the work that's being done, I would be shitting my pants if I was not an Inter fan right now. I know we're, we're being a little bit cocky and arrogant this morning, but if this team can keep playing like this this season, they will challenge for the Scudetto. I did not go into this season thinking that the Scudetto was, was an obligation. Where you want to be at the end of this season is match day 35, 36, 37, 38, right there in the flesh, challenging for the league so that next season, the project of continuity and attractiveness in the club remains. There is still a way to save face and have an amazing season without winning the Scudetto this season. And if that is the bare minimum, well, guess what? We are picking up hella points at the moment to make sure that that's happening. Hella points. Five games in, 13 points. Get with it. Really good shit. 51 people here right now. Like the video, share it everywhere. Follow our new Twitter. Did Bruno leave a plug here? He did at some point. Yes, he did. What a superstar. I wonder if he's still asleep. Let me just backspace a bit of this. Touch up a bit of that. See, we're also going um, live on Twitch from now on as well. So yeah, follow that. Get familiar with that. Let's go to a few more comments, man. So, 
Bjorn, BGRN, sorry, thoughts on Gonzalez. Great player. Really, really, really good player. Uh, loses his head a little bit, but I think he's a good player. And yeah, he's a player that I could see definitely us going for. But, you know, at the end of the day, let's see how consistent he can be in this Fiorentina uh, system this season. Now, biggest prediction was 0-2 unless Handanovic, you know. Okay, perfect. There's the side note. For everybody that still thinks we have an agenda or I have an agenda, all I do is call it like I see it. He is the man of the match today. Handanovic is the man of the match today. That's a captain's performance. He saved the game. When you drop the ball point blank and concede goals, I'm going to call it out. When you have an amazing game and save us from being down 3-0 at halftime, you got to give it the big up as well. Big up to Handanovic. It was absolutely fantastic. Samir Romano in the house. Brozel was my man of the match. Yeah, he'd probably come in at, at a close second for me with either Bastoni or Devray in third. Although um, Uncle Sharma did check me in his post-match. He said, you know, Bastoni misplaced a couple of passes, looked a little loose. Maybe I was just phased out at a point in the game when he did that because to me, he, he still looked like the better of the back three. But I'm happy to hold my hand up and say I missed a little bit because, you know, waking up at 4.40 in the morning to watch a game, you will you will miss a little bit. But buzzing on that energy, buzzing on that energy, 7.20 a.m. So, guys, drop drop where you're from in the comments. Let me know what time zone it is because that, that's always one of the most interesting things to me is where people are tuning in to give it that worldwide authenticity. Good game from Honda today, 100%. Christian says, we know the team really does still have a fight. So stoked about this result. Brozovic, man of the match. Yep, drop your man of the match as well. Give me something to work with here, guys, before I go into the ratings. Hand to save the day. Could have been worse, 100%. First half was frustrating, but I had a gut feeling that we would turn up in the second. Glad we did. I was skeptical at halftime. We all know how pessimistic in nature I can be, but there are a lot of people in various chats and platforms that were very, very optimistic and always shout out to them. They know who they are. Gonzalez signs a two-year contract with Inter. Yeah, 100%. Samir Romano, good for you. Um, did you want to make sure to click that one first? <laughs> Luxurious. Um, guys, the comments are coming in really, really quick. So I didn't realize there were this many. So I'm a little bit behind. So let me catch up a little bit. I hope you guys don't mind if I go through them because everyone deserves a shout out. Abdul, congrats everyone for this massive win. Yeah, big up, man. As I always say, nothing makes me happier than when our fans are happier. We're the sort of fan base where if we're all, you know, if one of us is happy, we're all happy. One of us suffers, we all suffer. And we like to bring each other down with us. It's a very narcissistic thing to do. We are a narcissistic fan base. Their first goal was a foul on Scudinia. I've watched the replay a couple of times now. It really was a foul. But like I said on Sharma's channel, this happened a lot to Lukaku last season. If you're a big motherfucker, you need to make a decision in the game. Sell it properly or don't get the decision. Lautaro is a small dude. When he flops around, it makes it obvious the impact of the foul. When Skriniar goes to ground today, he not only did he not sell the foul very, very well, his complaint was half-assed as well. Start being dirtier. Start being more of a complainer on the pitch. This is Italy, for God's sake. This is Italy, a country that prides itself on having a sook in every single department, not just football. They are one of the whingiest countries on the planet. Go with it, my G. Trust me. Ratings are coming up soon. Um, Akil, no problem. No problem. Um, Got to give credit to Fiorentino, uh, Fiorentina and Italiano. Yeah, man. They're going to have a good season. What's going on, Palm? Good to hear from you. Oh, garbage truck is here. Good. Showed the right medal to bounce back um, from the press in the second half. We really, really did. We really did. The mentality is there. I think so, bro. I really think so. Parts are inter worldwide. What a great account that must be. I've never seen that before. So make sure you go and follow that. Uh, Scudetto winning team right there. I think a lot of people are saying that, John. I think a lot of people are saying that after today. That's a tough game, bruv. 
That's a really, really tough game. There are 60 people here right now. That's really, really good. Can you make sure you like the video? Give it a share. Give it a plug. Let me know. Brother Mo comes in. Brilliant second half. White Suburban Kid, very specific username. I hope everything's going well for you there. Win number 1,500 for Inter and Serie A. That's a great stat, 1,500. I also think, someone can fact check me on this. I think we're 27 games unbeaten in Serie A. If that's the case, I'm getting Samir to make a graphic today because there is no reason why we should not be flaunting that as a fan base. If Juventus went 27 games unbeaten, they would have put a 17-page spread on four different media outlets in three different countries and probably held up a jersey that said 27 games unbeaten. We need to flex a little bit more, these guys. You know what I mean? Giant mentality, 100%. Champion mentality. Celebration by Marotta was amazing. I actually haven't seen that. I was too busy running around celebrating when we scored the goals. So I'm going to need to see that properly because Marotta is my baby. I need to see that for sure. Someone plugged that. The difference between Inzaghi subs at Lazio and Inter is mental. What a fantastic comment. Who remembers the three or four games last season for Lazio where Inzaghi subs basically lost them points? Basically lost them points. Yeah. Oh, he's doing really, really well, man. I don't want to say it too soon because there's a lot of games to be played, 33 games, but he really is overselling it at the moment. Inter have four great wings and a good match from Handa. Fantastic. White Pog with the assist. Ah, King Darian. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. What's going on? Oak Handanovic, man of the match for me. He kept us in the game when the entire team was off. Yes. I'm a big general dickhead. <laughs> Um, yeah, but guys, keep the comments coming in. I'm getting through them and then we'll start moving towards the player ratings. There's still 54 people here. So as long as there's an engaging crowd, I'm going to assume that everybody's interested. The only reason I'll be ducking out is to get a charger. I'll make sure I do that. Uh, please don't slander anyone today. The team had a solid performance. Yeah, there's still, there's still a couple of agendas, a couple of agendas, uh, going around like the Hakan agenda is still not exactly justified. He does make his mistakes on the pitch. But at the end of the day, he's still doing what he needed to do. That assist from Jekyll is a playbook as of why we signed him. That's exactly why we signed him. For assists like that, for cross like that, he contributed to the three points today. Hakan was a direct contributor to the three points today. So I'll give him the rating that he deserves. What else do we got? What a second half. Grandi Ragazzi. Well done. Well done. Second star. Yeah, it's, it's early to say, but, you know, as I said, we're going to be competitive for it. We're going to be competitive, and that's what happens. Getting maximum points against Fiorentina and Bologna is super crucial and will count massively towards the end. Royal Interista says, what's your Twitter account? It's just down here, man, um, at InterWW. Okay, so Inter, it's not InterWorldwide underscore anymore. It's InterWW. If everybody in this chat would go and do that and maybe retweet it and share it around, we got a little bit of a copyright notification. So we're trying to build back our following on Twitter. It was at a pretty respectable amount. So any help is, um, is appreciated. The most important thing is our players play with a big personality, 100%. I was doubting it at halftime, Sub-Zero, but they really pulled through. Let's get something straight. We need to stop sending our dead woods to Italian clubs. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Duncan played well today. I think that's the dude who you're referring to. Vidal would be proud of Gonzalez for taking the red card. Yeah, fair enough. Vidal injured. Should be back soon. Should be back soon, though. Our injuries, while we've got two or three of them, they're not serious. They're not, they're not really serious, unless you count Sensi's one, which basically... Yeah, a sore throat would be serious for me when it came down to Sensi. With Marcus Turam and Kessier, this team can reach the Champions League final. Bit of a reach, but yeah, we'll see what's going on there. Big up to Dumfries as well. He had a great game and he did have good vision. He did have good vision. I totally agree. Handanovic should be man of the match. Worried about Brozo. Hope he stays fit. Yeah, he, he sometimes he has, he has performances that suggest we need to re-sign him on a contract yesterday. Um, but then he has performances that suggest we should cash in. So yeah, 
520 where King Darian is, 1245 from Guatemala. What's going on, Julio? That makes me happy. Guatemala. The man of the matches are coming in nice and quick. We got Honda, we got Brozo, we got Honda, Honda and Skrinia. Uh yeah, I think it's it's starting to get human, uh, unanimous. Uh Handanovic as well. Skrinia should learn from Kilini at how to drawing some fouls. Fair enough. Mario's back. Hello, Anthony. Great victory. Mateo, the musketeer, Damian, essential to the team. Another player who wasn't playing well and then came up with a clutch goal. He really knows how to finish from that right-hand wing, doesn't he? He really knows how to finish from that right-hand wing. When he gets that ball, he knows exactly where he's going to put it, exactly the right corner with exactly the right amount of power. It's very, very, very good. Um Oh, yeah, we're not unbeating that long. We lost to Rube. I don't know why I thought that. Someone dropped it in the chat at the end of um at the end of the game. Maybe it's home games. Maybe it's – no, but we weren't even home today, bro. Why are people lying to me? Fraudulence. The absolute fraudulence in this fan base, they need to be held accountable for it. It's bullshit. Side note, can you zoom in on that frame behind you, Anthony? Anthony, that looks sick. Um, The frame of the Figo jersey or the Italia one? So there's the Figo jersey. I can't really zoom in, man. There you go, Akil. It's just Italy winning the Euros, bro. So it was nice. I don't think the signatures are real because I got a really good deal on that frame thing, but um, they're probably just presses instead. So, all right, guys, the comments are coming in strong still, but I need to get to these player ratings. Otherwise, we're going to be here absolutely forever. So I can see everybody coming in with the comments. Big shout out to all of you. Let's get into the player ratings and you can start to drop them below. So let me just make sure I can get some text up for y'all. <sighs> Man, I would not have this much energy if we did not get the win. I would not have this much energy if we did not get that win. All right, let's add a banner. So starting off with the big boy, big, big, big boy. What are we giving him, guys? What are we giving our potential man of the match today? Handanovic, drop it. I'm giving him a nine. Nine for Handanovic is coming in from me. Come on, guys. Get him in. Get him in. Get him in. Nice and quick. Nice and quick. All right. I'm going to go with nine. Perfect. Comments are coming in. A little bit delayed. Nine. Yep. Nine. 8.5. Fantastic. Bennett. Bennett. 8.5. All right. No worries. I have final say. We go with nine. Nine for Handanovic. Maybe so that we don't have too many comments coming in, guys. I'll ask a small favor. Uh, in terms of your defenses, can you write your three ratings for your defenders? I'll write them in as so. So, for example, I'll go Bastoni with a 6.5, De Vrij with a 7, Skriniar with a 7 as well. I've just posted the comment there. Bastoni, 6.5, De Vrij, 7, Skriniar, 7. Drop your defensive ratings below just so we don't flood too many comments. Otherwise, I'll miss some people's ratings. So let's do it like that, gang. Gang business, 6.5s for Bastoni coming in, 6.5s all around for Bastoni. What are you saying about De Vrij and Skriniar? They were pretty good. They were pretty good. I'll let you drop your defenders below. Let me get my charger. Don't go anywhere. Still 40 people here right now, which is good. Drop your defender ratings and I'll st still get into them. Beautiful. That'll give me enough juice now. Yep, pretty much, pretty much what everybody's saying. Cool. Let me just edit that one for a sec. Well done, guys. Well done. Appreciate that. 
So we've got Honda as a nine, Bastor 6.5, Devray. Most people were saying seven, 7.5. I'll go with a seven. Big ups the gang. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. All right, guys. Midfield time. Midfield time indeed. So I'll let you guys drop the ratings in there while I have a little bit of a chat. Damian, a little bit poor for me in the first half. He would have been sitting at about a five, five and a half until his goal. We won the game today. We scored three goals and Damian scored one of them. So for me, he gets a six absolute minimum. That's a direct contribution to the game. Um, Hakan coming up next. I'm not putting that rating up for Hakan as a four, bro. The guy had an assist. He was not awful. Hakan was sitting on about a five at half time. He has a direct goal contribution to the three points today. Hakan gets a six from me minimum. So I'm going Damian six, Hakan six, Barella. I'm actually going to give a six as well. Once again, another assist. Guys, 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 please. We won three, one in Florence today. Any ratings of four or five for our midfielders today? You need a little bit of context. We won 3-1 in Florence today. Barella hasn't missed a minute in two and a half years, and he's still got an assist. What more do you want from our players? As Sharma and I were saying, be real, be respectful. What more do you want from our players? They are not supposed to score a hat trick. They are not supposed to get seven assists. So I'm not giving anybody under a five for a 3-1 away victory in Florence today. So it's just not happening. Comments are coming in nice and hard and strong, and I'm glad to see they're getting slightly more respectable as we go on. So, yep, yep. So on average, we're looking at about a six, six and a half for Barella. That could, yeah, I'm going to happy to go with six. Six is all around for Damian. Six and a half, six and a half for Brozo. I'm going to give Brozo a seven. Um, Perisic, six and a half all around. That's pretty good. Hakan gets a six from most people, five and a half. I'm happy to even flirt with five and a half. But yeah, when, you, when you're sitting on a five or a five, five and a half plus a goal, yeah. So comments are coming in nice and hard. Let me do a quick edit based on the average that I can see. So we'll go a six. For Darmian, uh, we'll go a six for Barella. We'll go. I'm actually going to give Brozovic a seven. Could, could we give Brozovic a 7.5? Because we did win 3-1, and for me, he's the second man of the match. So I'm happy to give him a 7.5, to be honest. He really was the best, the best on-field player besides Handanovic um, today. It was a really, really good second half from Marcelo Brozovic. Um, the other midfielder was Hakan. I'm happy to give him a six. 5.5 would also be respectable. Anything other than a 5.5 is, is not good. And even now, 5.5 isn't right. To be honest, his assist was good. Um, other than Hakan, the other player was Perisic, which I think I just clicked out of the comments as I was doing it. So let me go back into there. Big up to the 35 people that have stuck around for the player ratings. Uh, yep, pretty much sixes and sevens. Seven for Perisic, eh? Sevens for Perisic. I, I didn't expect people to give Perisic a seven. Six, six for Perisic, six, six, six. All right, six and a half is good. Six and a half is fair. Six and a half is fair. He is such a professional, guys. He really is. All right, guys, uh, drop your comments in about Lautaro and Jekko. What are we saying there? That's a tough one. Dara, coming in with a comment, please. That's that's my Dara. That's my G. I know who this guy is, man. I know who this guy is. I had one hand on the phone, bro, the whole game. The whole game, man. I was ready. I was ready with those odds. I think it's generally difficult to rate because objectively the game wasn't played well, but they scored when it counted. Fair enough. Lautaro six, Jekyll second, seven is the average right now. Palm saying Jekyll with a seven. Once again, wasn't great until the goal, but did exactly what we signed him to do, which contributed to three points. How are you going to give him less than what you gave him? Big up for that comment. Brozo, that was still doing them. What are we saying about the strikers, guys? And then I'll do the subs after that. I didn't do the subs last time, but I'll stick around and do the subs for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I like these comments. I like these comments. Seven sevens for both. Guys, for me personally, I actually don't think Lautaro was great. His first half wasn't good and his misses today as a striker. Like I said on Sharma's channel, you, you got to call him out properly when it counts. You really, really do. And while I think Lautaro deserves just as much, if not more respect than any of our previous strikers in the last three years, he's not at that point where he's going to convert every single chance he gets. It's just not going to happen. Today, he wasn't great. I'm happy to give Lautaro just a flat six. I'm flirting with a 5.5. I actually think he was the most... Well, I'll give him a six because I feel bad. I'm too nice. Jekyll gets a 6.5 from me for his goal contribution, although he wasn't great. And now we're ready to do the bench. So big up to everybody who's still here. There's still 41 people. That's really nice to see. Dumfries coming in at 7.7.5, seven which is a fair rating in context. Um... He was good. He was very mature when he came on as well. We had a lot of subs today, guys. So drop your ratings in context to how they played in the minutes. You know, you can't really give Alexis Sanchez a seven, even though when he came on, he was good. He didn't do anything wrong, but he didn't play that many minutes. Gagliardini did the right thing when he came on and didn't really make a mistake, but I'm not about to give him a 7.5 or an eight. So make sure it's contextually fair. 7.5 for Dumfries sounds pretty good. Benjamin, 6.75. Maybe one day I'll get to that level of specificity. Um... 7.5 for Dumfries, Smart Freeze, very good. Love it. I'll fix that up now. What are we saying about the likes of Gagliardini? It's hard to rate these guys, I know, but Gagliardini and Sanchez. Yeah, Alexa 6 is good. Vecino 6.5, I like that rating. Came on and held it down pretty well. Came on and held it down pretty well. I'm happy to edit that. Dumfries, 6.5. Sanchez with a 6. Very good. I like that rating there. Vecino, 6.5. Actually, I'm going to change Vecino to a 6, guys. I'm going to put all these men that came on and didn't, didn't really play for many minutes. I think that they should just get 6s all rounds. Dumfries, Sanchez, Vecino, and Gagliardini. I'm clearly missing one more substitute that came on. Was it Di Marco? It was Di Marco, wasn't it? It was. DiMarco actually think might have been the better, the better of all the substitutes tonight. I just think he held it down really, really well. I'm happy to give him a 6 and a 6.5 as well. Just guys let me know in case that's a little bit off for some people. Can't really rate DiMarco. Yeah, it's just when he, when he came on, he was very, very aggressive. And he made sure that not when DiMarco came on, nothing advanced on his side. Absolutely nothing. It was very convenient that he came on when they were down to 10 men. But when DiMarco came on, nothing came in the other direction. Um, let, let's just give him a six, to be honest. It's, it's fair all around. So all of the ratings are below, guys. DiMarco gets a six as well. It's been a really fun, just, just really fun time this season so far. And I'm sure you'll all agree. We're four wins out of five. And I'm happy to spend the last few minutes this morning just talking about where we are. What's going on, Ricky, man? It's good to hear from you, G. And it's it's everything's going pretty well. The subs have done their jobs. Yeah, Benjamin, 100%. We've got a fair few tough fixtures coming up now, Ragazzi. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to open up our fixture list and let's get a sort of a realistic, sort of a realistic point of view of where we'll be sitting in about two, three games time. Okay. Maybe even a little bit more. So next game, Atalanta, we're at home. They won again this morning. I think Atalanta is going to get a bit of a shock when they come up against us, to be honest. Um, but I think that we can get three points there. At the end of the day, one point would not be criminal against Atalanta. But after that, the, the fixtures get trickier domestically with an away trip to Sassuolo and away trip to 
Lazio. In between is an international break. <laughs> Shit. Then we are at home to Juve on the 25th of October, away to Empoli, home to Udinese, before playing the Milan Derby on the 8th of November. So we need to pick up as many points as possible from Sassuolo, Atalanta, Empoli, and Udinese, just in case we drop a couple of points against Atalanta and Juventus. If we can get four wins out of those six games, did I say six or five? Whatever. If we can only drop points in the Atalanta and the Juventus games, we will be sitting in a stupidly healthy position after that. There is nothing wrong with dropping points in the Juventus or the Atalanta, even the Lazio game. But I don't want to drop points in all three. You can't be doing that. If we want to be challenging for the Scudetto and making sure that we are seriously going in there, not only as favorites, but as just, just as solid contenders in general, you make sure you get these points. You make sure you get these points. Drop a few more comments. It's 20 to 8 in the morning. I'm on holidays, but there is some stuff that I'd like to do today, and I can't just stick around forever. But what a what a it's just been a great day. It's been a great day. Samir, you're a funny dude if you're watching still, bro. You're a very, very funny dude. You do make me laugh. Um, just reading a few of the Twitter comments now and just a few reactions from our game. Everyone's buzzing. Everybody is absolutely buzzing. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. As I always say, it's so good to watch our fans enjoying themselves because you guys enjoy it. You guys deserve it. We are, we are a very, very... Uh, I think we deserve more respect. That's all. This is this is my calm and collected way of saying that we deserve more respect. I, I really want to go out and shout it and curse them. You know exactly who I'm talking about. I want to curse them all for the way that we were treated in the offseason, but it's too early to say that. So best believe at the turn of the new year, if we are showing like if we're showing signs that we're going towards a second star, you'll hear a lot more from me in a more aggressive manner. But as of right now, we, we are replicating what Simone Inzaghi wanted us to want to do. We move in silence. How much shit did that guy have to go through in the offseason? He comes in, they yank Lukaku away from him after sending Rom to training. Solo Inter. Solo Inter in that, in that sense, honestly. Um, so, yeah, I'm just stupidly happy. This day is going to be such a good day. Well said, Julio. We suffered for so long. We deserve this joy. Man, don't, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. It's a really, really good morning to be an Inter fan. It's an even better morning to be an Inter fan from Australia. Because as I've said before, I know a lot of people that would have woken up early for work today and are now going to have a really shit day after watching us win. Like this day is going to move like a snail on top of a snail, bro. Honestly, suck shit to them. Honestly, I gained a lot of respect for Limone. Yep, it's really, really good. Really, really good. He's, he's doing well. He's outperforming. He's moving in silence. And our players today will go back into that dressing room. And they, they will look. I'll, I remember vaguely seeing our dress our, um, bench at the end of the game when the whistle was blown. Every player had a huge smile on their face walking towards the pitch. Almost like we know what we're about. We know what we're about. We're about 90 minutes. And we're about going absolutely hard hell for leather when it comes down to the backs against the wall kind of shit. And that's what we did today. The new guys we acquired mesh well with the veterans. I like that, Benjamin. I like that one. Um, I'm going to stick around for about five more minutes, guys. It's been a really, really enjoyable end. Italy winning the Euros gave more confidence to Barella and Bastoni. Bruv, when you win a Scudetto and the Euro in the space of three or four months, that's the sort of tangible success that levels you up. That brings you from a player that just broke into the team to a leader. Have you ever seen two Inter players go from new, young, fresh kids to leaders as quick as Barella Basto? 
Answer me that question in the chat, guys. Like, I really think that's a topic for conversation. It's almost a topic of conversation I could make a whole video out of. Have you ever seen two young players go from young kids, prospects, to drop-dead leaders? Players that we want here for 10 more years than Barella and Bastoni. It's very exciting. Oh, sorry, guys. I have no idea what happened there. I think my either my camera or my internet went out for a second, but I think I'm back. Can someone just let me know if you can see me? It was very short-lived. It just blacked out for literally seven seconds. So if I'm back, just let me know. Otherwise, I'm talking to myself. Still 35 people here. I'm going to assume that I'm still on. I hope so. Uh, I think, oh, yeah, all back. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I was literally five seconds away from closing this up. Um, yeah, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Uh, I forget. Now. Yeah, the level ups. The level ups in Bastoni and Barella. Even Lautaro. Even Lautaro gang, man. Like, he didn't have a great game today as well, but the guy came in as a kid trying to be mentored by Mauro Icardi. What a shit leader. I always say this all the time. Attitude reflects leadership, but not in Lautaro's case. In Lautaro's case, he saw a shit leader slash mentor in Icardi, he's done the right thing. He gets partnered up with the best partner possible with Lukaku. He has to watch Lukaku leave as well. Lautaro has really proved a lot of fans' uh, disloyalty complex wrong. So anybody who's still wondering about the kid, if we need to cash in on him for triple figures at the end of this season to a Spanish side, we do it and we congratulate him for that move, to be honest. This is a business today more than any other time in football. Benjamin says, Barella, like you said, will be one of the dominant box-to-box -box midfielders. He already is. He already is a box-to-box -box dominant midfielder. He's a top five in that aspect. If he played for Real or Barca or any top 10 Premier League side or Bayern Munich or PSG, people would be putting him as a top three and he would get a bloody 91 rating on FIFA like all the other cucks do. Honestly, man, like the disrespect that some of our players are shown, even after winning a Scudetto, it's, it's unparalleled in my opinion. It really, really is. Guys, drop some stuff that you'd like me to discuss in the next few minutes. Otherwise, I'm going to head off and enjoy my Wednesday morning. Lautaro will become Argentina's first-choice striker. Is he not already? Who's ahead of him as a first-choice striker? Because I'm actually not too sure. But I know he started. He started all the Copa games, so I just assume he was already the, um, the leading hitman up front. Twitter feed's looking good, looking positive. Everyone's looking positive, and I like it. There's still 33 people here right now, so I'm happy to stick around for a little bit longer before I head off for my day. Make sure you like. If you're new, subscribe. Share it around. Um, yeah, Palm says it is El Toro already. Yeah, I didn't think there was anybody starting over him in the Argentine, Argentina side. So in years to come, yeah, he, he will be. He will be, and he'll be at the World Cup as well, Benjamin. I expect him to have a really good tournament, and if Marotta's smart, which we all know how disrespectful that sentence was that I just said, he is very, very clever. He'll probably be looking at that World Cup in Qatar as the perfect opportunity to cash in on Lautaro. Okay, but I don't want to talk about it. I'm sounding hypocritical because on Sharma's channel, I said, honestly, like, I don't want to hear anybody talking about Lautaro in a sense that, oh, he sucks. Far from it. He's still one of our best players and he's going to be our leading goal scorer this morning. Palm, my brother. Guys, can you go and check out um, his channel as well? It's a really good one. I'm just loving all the collaboration from the Inter fans around the world at the moment. It's really, really, really good. So 
Solo Inter podcast. You think by mid-season, I'll see Correa and Lautaro. 100%, bro. The injury is unfortunate. And if there was no injury to Correa, he would have played through um, the fixture against Bologna and then he would have probably played today. We need to rest Jekyll, man. Like, we can't keep playing him this long. He is going to burn out. He's going to burn out. It's not a matter of time. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's a matter of time. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So, yeah. Guys, I think that's it for me. I've just started to sort of like the, the adrenaline's wearing off and now I'm starting to feel very, very tired. Um, so just keep an eye on the channel. There'll be plenty more. We play Atalanta on Sunday. What time is that shit? Let's have a look. And we're at home, which is good. We definitely shouldn't lose this. No, we're not at home. Shit. I thought we were at home. Geez, we're playing a lot of away games. No, no, no. We are. That's is that the right fixture? That's the wrong fixture. That's the right fixture. We are at home. Sunday, the 26th of September, 2 a.m. All right, no worries. I'll be around for Atalanta at some point, whether it's afterwards or uh, I'm not too sure. But yeah, like and subscribe to Inter Worldwide. If you are a loyal loyal one here, um, just do us a favor, like our new Twitter, uh, subscribe on Twitch. And if you like what we do here, um, we're doing Football Worldwide to bits. So the Football Worldwide YouTube channel did a fantastic Serie A roundtable last night with the gang. Um, I'm mixing up with fans from Australia and from all over the world that support different teams. So it's very unbiased, objective conversation. It's it's looking good. So ciao ragazzi. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Darian, Ben, Samir, Palm, everybody, everybody, Massimo, Beta. Like what a morning. Will, what a morning to be an Inter fan. Make sure you wear the, the badge on your chest with pride today. All right, gang, Forza Inter, Forza Inter worldwide. Ciao ragazzi.